Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon. I'm John Haley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hello, John. Hello, Jessica. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I hope you're doing well too. I am. Thank you. Great. You know, John, I'm on the I'm on the legal hotline today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. One of us is always always on the legal hotline. Yep. And neither rain nor snow nor anything other than you know holidays will stop us from answering your questions. Right. We're like the post office, but right for legal information. It's a good tagline. I like that. Yeah. So I was also, I was working the hotline the other day, John, and on that one day, I got three different questions about who should be signing a contract. Three, all different. It's truly a banner day for unusual contractual circumstances. Yeah, that's that's cause for celebration most of the time. Um, so usually you've got, you know, a buyer and a seller or a broker and a client. Maybe there's a couple and both of those people need to sign but it's usually pretty clear who's signing the legal documents in a real estate transaction. Right. But, but not always, right. That's right. Proof being my hotline day the other day. So when people die or businesses or trusts are involved, things can get a little bit tricky. So we are here today to break down these situations and tell you who is supposed to be signing the documents. So let's start with a situation where your single client was alive when you entered into the agreement to sell their property, but has since died before closing. They do not have a surviving partner on the title or brokerage agreement. So who signs the documents in this case? So first, you're going to want to look at the contracts involved, your brokerage agreement with your client and the purchase contract if there is one. The contract may state that it terminates upon the death of a party. But many contracts, including the Virginia Realtors forms, have an assignability clause stating that the contract is binding on heirs, successors, and assigns. That means your next step is to determine who those heirs or successors might be. Because that's who will be signing the documents. Determining who this person is may be easy if there's an executor named, for example, who can help, or it may be much more difficult, like if the client dies without a will. So either way, the estate likely needs to go through the probate process, which will happen in the circuit court where the client resided or owned property. Whoever is handling your client's estate will need to talk to the court clerk's office and discuss their situation. They may need an attorney to help guide them through this process. Ultimately, they need a document giving someone the authority to handle matters and sign documents on behalf of the deceased. Once you know who is making decisions and signing documents, they may want to release the contract or move forward with the contract. If the parties move forward with the transaction, someone will need to reach out to the third parties like the lender and settlement company to ensure the parties have the necessary documentation to proceed. Okay, so next situation, one of the parties is a business. So say the entity buying a property is an LLC. The LLC is the buyer and that should be reflected in the contract, but who signs? Can the LLC sign as an entity? No. A person authorized to sign on the business's behalf should sign. This will be reflected in the operating agreement or other governing document, which may itself need to be submitted to the closing attorney for verification. If the LLC is your client, you'll want to be sure that they sign appropriately as well, meaning if Joe Smith is signing on behalf of the LLC, 
The documents should show the name of the LLC, then Joe Smith's name and his title, and that he is signing on behalf of the LLC. This makes it clear what the connection is. A similar setup is going to happen for a trust. The trust will be the party selling or buying the property, but the trustee or trustees will sign the document on the trust's behalf. So finally, let's talk about powers of attorney. If a person has a power of attorney, the person named may sign documents so long as the POA allows them to do so. Not all POAs are attributable to all situations. Some may only allow medical decisions, for example. You'll want to be sure the POA allows the person to step into the shoes of the buyer or seller for the purposes of buying or selling real property. If they are unsure, they should get a legal opinion. Also, it's good to know that power of attorney documents generally do not survive the death of the person. And while the person listed as able to sign documents may indeed be the same person who can sign them after death, the POA is likely not the document needed to certify their authority after death. All right, Jessica. I mean, this has all been legal hotline, but let's, you know, for the sake of continuity, let's go to the legal hotline here. All right. Can a seller enter into and sign a listing agreement if they've declared bankruptcy? Generally, a person in bankruptcy cannot enter into an agreement to sell an asset without the bankruptcy trustee's permission. The trustee will also likely have to sign any listing agreement. John, can multiple people electronically sign something using one email address? So this can be done. Uh, most signature verification companies have a process for this, which provides the security you would need to ensure a signature is attributable to a certain person, which the law requires. If you know one of your clients is signing on behalf of another, like a spouse, discuss with them that each person needs to sign the legal documents on their own accord. All right, John, let's uh, finish this up by talking about how to limit your risk. Don't assume someone can sign on behalf of another person. Have them show you the documentation, giving them this authority. If your client dies mid-transaction, finding the right person to sign may take a while. Go ahead and tell the other side and work on any necessary extensions. Be clear about the person signing, their title, and who or what they are signing on behalf of. If signing electronically, use an e-signature program that both verifies the person's identity and creates a record of when they are signing. Ensure that if they are signed on behalf of another person or entity, that the signature will reflect this. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the law and ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney license to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2021. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar 
available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.